5: And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to. I want to mention this before I get to our guests who's standing by to join me. And I want to mention the homeless. And this is horrible, and there's no rationale for this at all. A heartless stranger tossed a very hot cup of coffee in the face of a homeless man outside a bank just steps from the Port Authority bus terminal early Thursday morning in New York City. So that's one. Someone threw a cup of hot coffee into the face of a, of a homeless man. And two, you may recall, in San Francisco, I brought this to you last week, the art gallery owner that water-hosed the homeless woman. Well, that gallery owner has been arrested so swiftly arrested, but when he cried out for help to get help, to get this woman away from the gallery, city leaders in San Francisco and authorities did nothing. But what we are starting out with this morning, and we'll get to your phone calls in about about 15 minutes from now. What we are starting out with is sheer craziness. Sheer craziness. This is right up there with the Amazon deal that the city lost because of the AOCs of the world. And at the end of the day, Socialist City Council member Kristen Richardson-Jordan has to go. Socialist City Council member Kristen Richardson-Jordan must go. She is a direct indicator of how far left politics have gone. She's destroying and hurting the same community that she says she wants to protect, Harlem. The socialist council member, she wants to completely defund the police. Okay, That's one. This council member single-handedly killed a badly needed Harlem housing development project. One council member. So instead, the developer, Bruce Teitelbaum, has put up a truck depot. Patelbaum is standing by to join me and you'll hear in his words in in just a just a minute or so. I'll get to him in just a second. But let's let's break this down by the numbers. So under his project this housing development that was going to go up in Harlem 458 affordable units for extremely low income Moderate to extremely low income. Half, half, half in Harlem for extremely to moderate low income. 457 apartments at market rate. And this complex was also going to include a geothermal system for heating power in that area. So a win-win. Couple that with the fact that housing is badly needed all over New York City. And the council member, she says that she will not sign off on this because of the affordability issue and also because it will bring many new non-African American residents to her district. That's her rationale for sinking a project that the community desperately needs. Again, half of the units for extremely low income to moderate income. So a little background on the councilwoman before I bring in the developer, Bruce Teitelbaum, and I have some good questions for him. I want him to lay this out in his words. So, uh, again, the council member, she's a socialist, And she has tweeted that we're going to defund the police down to zero dollars. Her other infamous tweets include sending sympathy to the relatives of LaShawn McNeil. Remember him? The man charged with ambushing and murdering the police officers, Jason Rivera and and, and Wilbert uh, Mora. Responding to that domestic violence call last January, remember that one? The councilwoman, a socialist, also blames Ukraine and the U.S. for Russia's invasion of uh, Ukraine. For the record, former city councilwoman Inez Dickens is running against Richardson-Jordan, and Richardson-Jordan has to go. She has to go. And I'll explain this after the interview, how one council member can shoot down this entire project. The developer, Bruce Teitelbaum, Bruce Teitelbaum joins me now. And, Bruce, I want to thank you for appearing.
3: Dominic, my pleasure.
5: How are you? I'm doing well. Long time no chat, friend. But, but listen, you are the developer on this project. And this is one that has me shaking my head in total disbelief, total disbelief, (laughs) far woke craziness that has gone over the cliff hurting the people that it's supposed to help. So you have ultimately opened now a uh, truck depot, and the uh, property is 145th Street in Harlem, between Malcolm X Boulevard and Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard. Now, initially, and I want you to confirm this for me, you had initially planned to build two residential towers at the site containing 917 apartments, and many of them for low-income housing. Is that
3: accurate? That's accurate. Just, Just the last plan, Dominic, was 917 units in three buildings, but you're absolutely correct and 50% or 458 of those apartments would have been deeply affordable, income restricted, many of which would have gone to local Harlem residents. You're correct about that.
5: And so one person, a socialist council member, uh, Kirsten Richardson-Jordan, is it accurate that one person is holding this tremendous benefit up for the community?
3: That's correct. It's worse than holding it up. She effectively has the power, although not in law, this is a custom. It's a tradition um, that the city council has used for the last several years that gives a local member the deference over any project in his or her community. So in effect, even though there's nothing in the law that gives the person this kind of power, because this is a tradition, a political custom, um, you're correct. She has the power, one person, uh, after seven years, to hold up a project, that would have invested over $700 million in Harlem and created 1,500 jobs, 917 apartments, and a lot of other things that would have benefited the community. One person, one socialist member of the council held it all up. That's correct.
5: And, and this is a, a, a socialist member with what I consider extreme views. Certainly her views are out of the mainstream.
3: Well, there's no question about that. Nothing wrong with being a socialist, I suppose. Um, but when a socialist um, doesn't believe in the private market, doesn't believe in private ownership, and when rejects uh, a seven hundred million dollar investment in a community, Dominic that you know well, you've reported on it for many, many years, you have to shake your head and wonder exactly what's what's going on here in the city
5: and and that that's the question, Bruce teitelbaum. We're chatting with Bruce Teitelbaum. A, a developer in New York City, and um, this this project, I mean, I, I just I, I don't know what to think here. So so this this one council member objects, and everything goes up in smoke, and you've got to develop something there. So now you've put a truck depot there, and Harlem has a high asthma rate, and you right. were
3: trying to do the right thing. Well, we were trying to do the right thing, Dominic. You're, you're right again. There's something else we wanted to do. As part of the project, we wanted to build the country's first uh, geothermal green energy district, which, you know, is a fancy way for saying that all of the apartments in the block and potentially across the street and at the NYCHA buildings that are right behind us would have been powered not by carbon energy, but by green energy. And it would have been revolutionary. First of its kind in the country would have created hundreds of jobs for Harlem. So we, in effect, would have lowered carbon emissions in Harlem, made it cleaner and safer and healthier, in addition to creating all those jobs, pumping in hundreds of millions of bucks into the community, and all of it was stopped because of a socialist member of the council who, for reasons that I still can't fathom, um, opposed the project. So as you correctly said, um, we told them that if the project was killed, we'd have no alternative but to repurpose the site and to use it for other, you know, other purposes. And one of them is a, is a parking depot for trucks. Um, As you also know, Dominic, there's a big problem in the city. Commercial vehicles have a hard time finding a place to park. They park illegally in residential communities. So there's a big need for this kind of service. It's not something I wanted to do, certainly not in Harlem. Um, But, you know, when you're forced to do something uh, and people literally, you know, tell you that uh, despite all your best intentions and all of the good work you want to do, they're going to say no. Well, you know, we have an obligation, you know, to to, to move forward and do something that pays the rent. So that's what we're doing.
5: So, Bruce, Teitelbaum, please tell me this is not correct, this part. Is it accurate that this council member refuses to meet with you and, and and you're a businessman pumping millions of dollars into her district? And is it accurate that she won't meet with you?
3: Correct. She refuses to meet with me. Um, she will only meet in a public setting, in a public forum, like a town hall meeting. Dominic, which you know very well, You you covered many over the years, so, in essence, what she said is, if you want to talk to me, you can only talk to me at a public public setting with hundreds of people around, and we can negotiate that way. Obviously, you know that you don't negotiate a complex business deal in a public setting. You do it you know, with people, quietly and calmly, uh, with their advisors, and, and you hash out an agreement. She refuses to do that. She will not meet with me. She will not talk to me. She won't even talk to me on the phone. Um, she refuses to do that. She will only meet in a public setting, in a public forum, uh, which, you know, is is what socialists, I guess, do um, for the people. um, And that's accurate, Dominic. It's shocking and sad, but it's true.
5: And is it accurate that uh, Manhattan uh, borough president Mark Levine wants you to uh, reverse course and resubmit the plan for zoning changes again?
3: Correct. That's that's correct. The borough president wants us to do that, and we're not going to do that. And we're not going to do that for a very simple reason, because the first time that we did that, uh, we spent five years going through this very, very unpredictable and and cumbersome review process. We got through the city, got a positive vote um, with the city planning commission that votes on these things. Uh, We got approved by the mayor's office. And then we got to Richardson, and she said no. So I, I don't know how much sense it makes to restart a process that we know going into is going to fail. Because Richardson will continue to object to the plan, so why in the world would we start a process again, spend all that money, waste so much time, knowing that at the end of the day, um, this person, this one person will still reject the deal. So we're not going to do that
5: so So what happens now, Bruce title bomb? I mean, you, you've got millions of dollars invested in, <laughs> in this. what What, what yeah. happens now?
3: Well, you know, tragically. Uh, for Harlem and, uh, and, and unfortunately for us because the highest and best use for that site, Dominic, as you know, you know the area very well, um, is for housing and for lots of jobs and economic opportunities. So since we can't do that, we have to pivot and we have to go to Plan B. Uh, and Plan B um, is going to be putting up um, some market rate housing, uh, about 40 to 50,000 square feet, uh, which is something she opposes because it's not affordable for people in the community. We will put up a self-storage depot. Um, which again is not something which is terrific for the community, but it's a good business. And then of course the truck depot, the truck and parking depot, with some commercial uh, stores along the street, and call it a day. Um, it's not something that we want to do. It's not our preference. But you correctly said, what do I do now? Well, that's what I do. And you know, you have to bounce back. You have to battle. You have to do what you got to do. Um, and unfortunately, because of her decision, her refusal to meet, her refusal to negotiate, and her rejection of a seven hundred million dollar deal. We'll have to do what I just described and, and just move on.
5: So to come full circle, Bruce Teitelbaum, 917 apartments, badly needed apartments, many of which would go to to um, based on income uh, for, for members of the community that don't make much money. And you were willing to jump through hoops to make this work. And one council member, a socialist, has mixed the entire
3: deal. It's, it's, You know, Dominic, I know that you're, you're, you're incredulous. It's hard to believe, um, but that's the truth. The truth is 917 apartments at a time when you know it's tough to find an affordable place to live in New York. It's tough to find any apartment in New York. Um, it would have created 1,500 jobs or more. Um, we would have created internships for um, young folks in the community who need a helping hand. Um, it would have created this green energy district. It would have done so much for this community. And and sadly, shockingly, one person, um, because of custom and tradition, um, has the authority, I suppose, to hold the whole thing up. Um, so the project is uh, not just stalled; the project's over. Uh, and right now we're proceeding along a different path. Um, and I know it's, it's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe, especially at a time, Dominic, in New York, When we need jobs, we need housing, we need economic activity, which is what we wanted to bring to Harlem. Um, But unfortunately, as you keep saying, one person, one member of the council, uh, and you'll have to ask her, although I don't think she'll speak to you, um, she's refused to to go along with it. So that's the story. Hard to believe, but that's the story.
5: And I I close this way, Bruce Teitelbaum. I've I've known you a long time, and I, I venture to say that I know your heart. And I know your heart is in the right place and that you are going to do or plan to do the right thing by the community. And now somebody you know, I, whose heart is in the right place, you can't do anything in terms of what your plans were because of a socialist council member.
3: You know, I, I really appreciate what you just said because you do know me for a long time and I've been around for a while. And, and I thank you and I appreciate that. And you're right. I do have a good heart. and My heart's in the right place. You know, We could have done a lot of things at this site to make a lot more money. Um, and doing 50% of the project as, as affordable, you know, Dominic, that's not a big moneymaker. And most developments in this town don't go anywhere close to that number. But we wanted to do right by the community. We wanted to create jobs for young people. I can't tell you the number of young people. Dominic, you've been to that neighborhood hundreds of times. Can't tell you the number of young people. These are black and brown kids, 13, 15, 17 years old came up to me and said, man, build this thing. We want a job. We want something better for our lives and an opportunity. And it really does break my heart um, that because of one person and and a a rigid ideology, you know, kids like that, people in Harlem who are looking for a helping hand, looking for a better, brighter future, are going to be denied that. And it really does bother me. And I appreciate what you said, because you're right. We want to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the way the system works here in New York and Given today's current politics, it's not always easy to do that.
5: And so, Bruce Teitelbaum, when I mention far-left politics uh, that's sweeping our country and, frankly, is destroying our country, when I mention that far-left politics, what, what what goes through your mind?
3: Yeah, you know, what goes through my mind is that I think people on the fringes, whether you're on the far left or the far right, are really hurting this country. You know, common sense solutions, average, ordinary, reasonable people, you know, know you know what the right thing is. You mentioned that before. Uh, and, and when you're talking about people on the fringes, and in this case, people on the far left, you're talking about extreme, hard left, progressive ideologues, um, they're really hurting the city. You know, I'm sure you've reported on this. New York is losing people. Our population is decreasing. Jobs are fleeing. We got problems. And, and I think in large measure... That's because there are people like her um, who have an ideological bent, which sounds good, you know, at a rally, but in real life, it it doesn't work. So, what goes through my head is unless something changes quickly, um, the situation here in New York is going to get worse. Um, And that's really, really unfortunate. It's totally avoidable.
5: Bruce Teitelbaum, uh, developer, I, I, I keep saying final questions, but I do have to ask you this. So, the council member in question. The socialist council member Richardson uh, Jordan wrote uh, uh, on social media pages that, "quote, approving projects like these will further the housing crisis. This will cause actual harm, and accepting this is nothing less than white supremacy." Huh? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't get it.
3: You know, Dominic, I'm not sure if this is a violation of your contract, but if you can get her on the phone and ask her what she meant by that, uh, I'll, I'll buy you a good steak dinner. Because I can't, for, I, I can for the life of me, understand what she means by white supremacy. And I also just don't understand what she means by making the housing crisis worse. We're going to be building, we wanted to build, almost 1,000 units of housing. How in the world is that going to make the situation worse? I, no one can figure that out. But she said a lot of things like that, Dominic. She said a lot of things. And I think the press is ignoring. I wish they wouldn't, because I think a lot of them are, are objectionable. They're wrong. They're counterproductive. Um, but if that that was a head scratcher. You picked a good one. And if you can get her on the phone, um, I, I I would you know be the first person to tune in to hear her answer.
5: Well, I, you know, I, I on, on a very serious note, I'm sorry uh, for the people of New York City, for the people of Harlem, that they're going through this. All of these units of housing that you were going to develop and it all goes up in smoke because one city council member that happens to be a socialist, but Bruce yeah. teitelbaum, we thank you very much for joining
3: us. Dominic. I appreciate the time. Great hearing you. Love your show. Thank you.
5: And we are going to uh, open up the telephone calls again. Thank you, Bruce. Eight hundred eight four eight 848 wabc folks. This is real. One council member, so it's it's a a, a, a deference uh, process uh, because it's her district. Says no, this is not a city policy. It's just a a uh, unwritten, and maybe it is written down. But the council defers to the the entire body defers to the council member in the area, and we're going to take your telephone calls on this and the homeless issue. 848 WABC. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two. Two two, in terms of when I say the homeless issue, it is horrible that someone i mean people are already down on their luck in a terrible way that are homeless and some heartless whatever you want to call them threw a cup of hot coffee in in a uh in in a homeless man's face, burned his face. And the case we told you about in San Francisco, that art gallery owner who had the homeless woman uh, 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 c- commenting to herself and talking to herself and chasing away his business in San Francisco, he has been arrested. Where are the leaders? And this situation in Harlem, it is disgusting. It is disgusting. and 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 we know we know that 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 somehow race is involved with this you you don't want title bomb to develop but he's bringing 917 units half of them affordable housing to your community and you say no then you should be removed from the city council because you are not representing the interest the best interest of the people you madam Council member are representing your craziness, your uh, radical uh, 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 agenda, what you think is right. And it's disgusting. You are elected to represent the people, to represent the people, not carry out some crazy uh, uh, agenda. Let's go to the telephone calls. And I, I do apologize, folks, for getting a little worked up. But but, but this this is outrageous. Robbie, Jersey City. Good morning, Robbie. What's on your mind?
4: Hey, Dominic. Listen, you hit it right on the head. This man is an angel. He's going to build something for countless amounts of people that need it or will be needing it. And one person can bring this down? Absolutely. Now, I don't know much about politics, but can't we resource something or have other people override her? Well, that if it's just one
5: person, that that's a great point, Robbie, the borough president, I didn't mean to cut you off the borough president. Mr. Levine has said, listen, then maybe we need to change the rules to get around this deference policy and get around this council member. What's the point of having a city council body (laughs) if one member can shoot down a project as big as this? She's
4: just saying this, this guy Mr. Tattlebot's an angel he's coming in to help out the jobs. Remember we spoke about this a few maybe a few weeks ago. I said maybe some of the the stronger, or wealthier people can get together and build something and get a start going get you know like a pyramid it it needs one block and it starts and this will help the community it will be a big start. We have to get around her. We have to we have to do this legally but but, but to get but,
5: around there and have some people like maybe Trump jump in, you know hey Robbie, I appreciate your call thank you and have a good morning but but folks even even if you subscribe to being a socialist right the the real estate that Mr Teitelbaum owns is on one hundred and forty fifth street in the dead of Harlem, and all around it are people of color and he's going to give half the apartments to (laughs) low-income, the rest uh, uh, market rate, right? 50%, 50%. You know what that does to one's profit margin? If you're going to give 50% to to low-income housing? And and he just, you heard it out of the man's uh, mouth himself that he, that he, uh, plans on employing or young people in the community let's go to uh, alex in connecticut good morning uh alex what's on your mind <laughs> good morning again uh I, I i i i think i understand the council
4: person i i don't agree with her in any way shape or form i think she's completely wrong headed uh if you know to say the very least but what you know the socialist thing her, her her uh her her affiliation or whatever she is um it says it there. Now the the problem that she has with the whole thing is she said white supremacist. So the developer is white. It's that simple. And the other thing is he owns something. He owns it's private property. So I, I, I would say she's not really a socialist. She's probably more of a communist. You know, I I think that was. I, end I think game.
5: I think I agree with you, Alex. I I, I have to agree <laughs> with you, and and, you know? and 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 she has she has no role representing, uh, uh, constituents on behalf of the city of New York. This is craziness. This I mean, a, a man comes in a, a a multi-million dollar. I think he said seven hundred million. I don't remember the exact figure him and his investors and at some point he's got to answer to his investors on hey we've already waited 7 years what's taking this project so long why are we not seeing a return on our money and you're coming into the community you are building housing and a council member says no 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 more affordability more affordability and and you and you know the the, the people they're not going to they're not going to look like me i mean Alex, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're correct. Thank you, uh, thank you uh, for the call. Let's see here. Let's go to before we uh, we take a break. Let's go to Steve in Forest Hills. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind?
4: Hey, hi, Dominic. Yeah, well, you said it best when you mentioned um, the Amazon project and how that pretty much fell apart because of a few people probably didn't get their pockets greased. It was one of the only time that the mayor and the governor agreed on anything. And to this day, I don't think anything went in that empty space that made us lose um, of course over 15,000 jobs. Of
5: course not. Of and course
4: not. They were going to sponsor LaGuardia college and dump money into that. But anyway, in regards to this um, Harlem project, I don't agree with her at all, but I'm suspicious because a lot of times, and I just went to a meeting yesterday about this, when they're saying affordable, that means it starts at um, twenty-five hundred dollars for a one-bedroom, and for a lot of people, that's still not affordable. I don't know if it's a hundred percent right, but at the meeting I was at yesterday, they said that it was uh, twenty-five hundred dollars. But on top of that, you know, they say it's Harlem and the people of color, people of color are in, that, in that area. Are they going to guarantee fifty percent of that affordable? housing to those same people of color, or are they going to pretty much say, Hey, anybody from any borough, or any part of the world would be able to qualify. How do they, well, do that? well what Steve, you, you, you,
5: but you can't say, you can't say people of color, uh, just like you can't say you're going to guarantee it to white people. You're going to guarantee it to Latino people. That's against the law. That's discrimination. You can do it based on income, but you cannot do it by racial group. You cannot. That is against the law. Listen, a title bomb, Bruce title bomb is somebody who's been around a long time in government and, um in development. And, and I, I hear you, Steve, but see, and I've got to take a break and we see all the calls. We're going to try and get to them. But my point is this. And Steve, I do want you to comment on this before I take a break here. When, okay, when, when you, when you open a business, right? You're in the business to make money. Now, hopefully, you're not in the business to rob people. But, but at some point, you're going to get what the market determines. And 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 if you and if a person can't afford to pay that, and if they're not getting the subsidy from government, what is the landlord supposed to do? Are they supposed to be a social worker and keep the rent low simply to please the tenants? I really want you to respond to that, Steve.
4: No, this is business, and you have investors, and you have to turn a profit. You have to, you have, you have to turn a profit for those investors, or you're out of business. But on the same thing, on the same time, you know, and anything else is going to be profiling. But also, sometimes they paint this cover color, this cover and color. It's in Harlem, 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 and then it makes us think that okay, we're doing this for the people of color. No, just say it's in Harlem. Yes, there's a lot of gentrification coming in and a lot of these people might not be the ones that we think is on the cover that's gonna get these apartments. So they just gotta be forward straight and forward and keep it business. It's okay. business.
5: Okay, Steve, I really appreciate your opinion. Thank you. Folks, I've gotta take a break. But I see here that Judy in Brooklyn says that she agrees with the councilwoman. So we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to go directly to Judy and more of your telephone calls from Long Island to New Jersey to Brooklyn to Babylon and elsewhere. We'll be right back.
6: Talk Radio 77,
0: W-A-B-C. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it,
5: And we are back. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. The lead topic this morning, a socialist city council member who wants to completely defund the police, single-handedly kills a badly needed Harlem housing development project. Judy here says she agrees with the councilwoman, Judy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Judy. Explain this to me the way you see it.
1: Okay, I'm Judy from Manhattan.
5: Okay, from Manhattan.
1: Okay, it says Brooklyn here. I apologize. Go ahead. Okay, but I'm not in agreement with the funding and police, but I understand the housing, okay? And this, what they call affordable, is not affordable, okay? And in my neighborhood, we had a, a, a similar circumstance, and we refused to let them build because they only wanted to take in low income and cut out the middle class, okay, and then go from low to to high income. But the, I have two daughters that made six figures, and they have families, and they couldn't stay in New York because what they call affordable was not affordable to them. And I don't think... That's fair, okay, to to just offer it to low-income because you know for the low-income, the government is covering their rent, so that's guaranteed rent, but you don't offer nothing to the middle class
5: okay but and judy i I hear you judy, but and I didn't mean to cut you off, but that but that isn't that a government problem that's not a landlord problem that that that's a, a issue that the government should be doing something to help the middle class well, when they put these these
1: buildings up, they're in in with it with the government, they're getting some kind of subsidy or or some, some kind of investment tax break or something from Correct. the government Correct. so they're not just doing this independently of the government hmm. and 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 that's the reason why a lot of people are against it because it's like hanging a carrot on a stick right and then the other thing that they don't tell people and a lot of these um Low what they call affordable housing it's not affordable forever. You get like twenty years and then it goes to on um, fair market value
5: okay but but Judy now I mean now you, you 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 sound like a sweetheart, but Judy, come on now that twenty years is not long enough I mean <laughs> twenty years. Will be here before you know. It. I know, but Why Judy, but Judy, but 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 listen to what you're saying, time. Judy. Judy, you're, you're, if I'm a landlord, I'm in this for business, and 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 you want to keep the rent basically capped for longer than twenty years. After twenty years, what is the, the person supposed to do? What is the landlord supposed to do,
1: Judy? Okay, then don't offer it. And, and, but, see, Judy, here's After the problem. After 20 years, you're going to put a person out okay, but Judy, because but, they can't afford the rent anymore but,
5: but, because you go up the fair market value. But, Judy, but that's not the landlord's. That's a government problem. That's not the landlord's responsibility. But, Judy, Judy, you and I both know if they get around this council member and they go ahead and, and call a vote, this will be approved. You know it. I know it. And so this councilwoman has to so go, Judy. It's still a scam. Okay. Well, well, that's your opinion. I want you to hold on, Judy, because I'm going to stay in Brooklyn. I'm going to bring on Larry uh, live, and I, I want to hear what Larry has to say. Now, Larry, Judy's standing by on the line. You just heard what she had to say. What's your reaction?
2: Um, about the middle class? Well, I don't, look, look, I, this is free, I, I agree with you uh, as far as Judy goes. This is free market enterprise. And, um you know, this is uh, this is
5: a kind of uh, gentrification. Wait, Larry, are, are you on speaker? It sounds awful. Your phone. Are you on speaker or something?
4: No.
2: Okay. okay. Is this better? It's much better. Go ahead. All right. I I, I I don't agree. I agree with you on this. I mean, the, the issue is not the issue is not uh, whether the middle class is going to benefit. The issue is whether people in, in the immediate need of housing are going to benefit. Um, I think that this this woman, this, this socialist woman, her objection is that high class people are going to be living in the same project as lower income people. It's a twin objection, and that's where her her uh, socialist uh, bed comes in. She doesn't she she feels like they're going to be snobbish towards the other the lower uh, income people, and also she doesn't want to dilute the neighborhood. She wants to keep the neighborhood solidly black, and stratified. And, you know, she's a segregationist, basically. She's a racist. I don't believe she's just a socialist. I believe she's a racist.
5: Okay, Ju- wait, wait, wait. So, Judy, Judy, you just heard Larry. What's your reaction? A lot of what
1: he's saying has nothing to do with what she says. She didn't say any of that. That's all a story in his head. Okay, but let me say this. If it was free market value then they would not be offering apartments to low income. The reason why they're offering apartments to low income, because the government is in it. That's why. And there are plenty of places for low income. What about the middle class
5: people? Well, I, I, I'm sure if Mr. Teitelbaum was still with us, Judy, I thank you for the call. Larry, I thank you for the call. I'm sure if Mr. Teitelbaum was still with us, he, it it also includes uh, his development, the middle class. We are also uh, following this the stories of the homeless issues um, a, as it relates to a, a cup of hot coffee being thrown into a homeless man's face. The man in San Francisco that owns the uh, art gallery uh, has been arrested. Um, he waterholes the uh, the homeless woman in front of his establishment. But before we take a break, let's go to Eddie in Babylon. Good morning, Eddie. What's on your mind? Oh, my gosh. Dominic, thank you so much. Dominic, I love your voice. Well, thank you, Eddie. Go ahead. You,
2: you, you put it through there, and everything you say, uh, we believe, we well, really do. Well,
5: thank you, Eddie. Go right ahead, please.
2: Okay, you, you do. What? 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 Tell me, because you with mine. What are your issues right now? Would you believe it? Um, I, I believe that we're going through some stuff in this country, and uh, with issues with uh, papers and everything in someone's garage. And right. um, okay. with the guy that has, um, like, he paid fifty thousand dollars a month to his father, and he owns the house, and uh, he's in, 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 he's in, uh, collective. Um, um, he has the garage. I
5: I, I I hear you, Eddie, but but that's not the topic right now. Eddie, listen, I I, I appreciate your your compliment, and thank you for the call. I do have to take a break. I have to take a break. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. When we come back, the chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from Brooklyn to the Bronx, Long Island, New Jersey, and Suffolk County. W-A-B-C.
2: At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible.
5: Does it ever stop? Does it ever stop? I've told you folks that uh, that I uh, grew up in a police athletic league, and this didn't happen at the one where I grew up at on Webster Avenue, but not far away. A 14-year-old and a 16-year-old shot outside a Bronx basketball game at a police athletic league facility. Two teams shot, one in critical condition. We don't know at this hour if he's made it or not. After gunfire erupted outside a basketball game, the boys, again, 14 and 16, were with a group on Longwood Avenue near Fox Street in Longwood when a masked gunman stepped up and fired off at least three shots around 8.50 p.m. The 14-year-old was shot in the head, and the 16-year-old shot in the leg. The younger teen, the 14-year-old, fell to the pavement while the other one stumbled around the corner and away from the gunfire. They were both rushed to Lincoln Hospital, again, where the 14-year-old is in critical, and the older teen is expected to recover. A man uh, working across the street heard the shots, the three shots and he describes the 14 year old as laying face down on the sidewalk in front of the PAL center and he wasn't moving and he says uh it was bad man bad so that's happening to our children even when they're at a basketball game uh trying to escape the the violence at a at a PAL center at a PAL center and these animals keep firing these guns. I wish one day I could really say how I feel about these animals that were nothing but bad news from the moment they came out of their mother's bodies. And it makes you wonder what type of upbringing that these animals have to do something like this. These are kids at a PAL center at a power center and you have no regard for human life. Why? Because nobody ever cared about you. Your mother never really cared about you. So you feel that you have a right to take it out on somebody else, but you don't. And we have a court system. That's a joke. And so you feel that you can just do whatever you want to do. And then we have socialist council members like the one in Harlem blocking a housing uh, 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 complex, not a housing project, a complex, half of the rents for low income to, to middle income, and one council member, because of the deference rule, where with, with the entire council defers to the council member where the project is in their district. So, So if you can sell that council member, affirmative, then you can get a full council vote. But if you can't sell that council member, you have got a big problem. Let's go to uh, to Steve on Long Island. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind?
3: Good morning. I, I can't believe what I heard when you were interviewing Mr. Teitelbaum. I can tell this gentleman is genuine. And for this councilwoman, Kirsten Richardson Jordan, to say what she has said, and even in writing that, you know, this is white supremacy, she definitely needs to be removed. Everybody on this call should be up in arms about this, okay? Here, this gentleman could do development in other neighborhoods, okay? He doesn't exactly. have to come to Harlem. Exactly. So we should be on the phone calling these these people and, you know, demanding that they change their Marxist-Communist ways.
2: This is what's going on in the state level, with Cousins and Hasty at the city council
3: level. You know, with Gail Brewer, Tiffany Caban, Adrian Adams. Is the mayor aware of this situation? Probably not. We should be calling his office, too. You know, this
4: is
5: crazy. Steve, I, I couldn't have said it uh, better. I, I, I just, I, I, I don't understand, to be honest with you, Steve, I don't understand what people want. I I, I mean, do people even know what they want? They say they want better things, but then you keep voting for clowns that won't do a damn thing for you. As a matter of fact, they go against your interest. Exactly. Steve, I I appreciate your call. Thank you and have a great morning from Long Island to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Mike. Mike, what's on your mind?
4: Hey, good morning, Dominic. How are you doing today?
2: Good.
5: Go right ahead, please.
2: Yes. uh, I think that that uh, councilwoman is a racist. I I would assume that she's black. I don't want to say this, but, you know, I would assume she is black the she way is. she was speaking.
5: She is. She
2: yeah. is. So she's a racist. With the comments and the descriptions that she made, white supremacy, uh, that too many other people will be moving into the neighborhood. That push, uh, project is a win-win situation. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And if she's making all these racial comments why is she still in involved she should be uh, impeached or whatever to get her out of there because she's not making decisions for the benefit of the of the area she's making a racial s a racial stink out of this, which is totally ignorant on
4: her behalf i
5: i i just i i i don't you know mike may, maybe maybe i I figure I got about maybe ten maybe ten twelve years left to my career maybe it's just time for me you know to to go i i fought the good fight i've i have tried my best to educate people and help people and try and show them the way but some of these decisions are just so crazy and, and you know somebody wants to come into your community and spend 700 million dollars and you go no no i mean it it defies logic it 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 defies logic Mike, thank That's you. Absolutely, but he Also,
4: look at all the jobs you're going to create. Right no, of course, and and no, no, and none and of, of that matters. Resting, and no, none of that matters. Jobs, right?
5: No, none of that matters. None of that matters. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. White developer? No, no, no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Don't don't want the jobs. No, 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 no. You're going to change Harlem. We 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 don't want you here. It, it it it's just outright stupid. It's dumb. It's killing your own people. That's that's what this amounts to. That's what it amounts to. Let's go to Bob in Yonkers. Good morning, Bob. What's on your mind?
2: Good morning, Dominic. As
4: far as the shootings go, nothing's going to change in this city unless black conservatives put pressure on Adams that you want anti-crime and street crime brought back to the city. Otherwise, you're going past them.
5: Well, you know, I, I'm upset about this shooting. A, a few hours ago, in front of a pal center in the Bronx, these are not kids hanging out on the corner. These are kids that have at a basketball uh, game, a basketball tournament, and if you're reckless to open fire, I mean, oh, Bob, I, I I agree with you. I I do I do agree with you that nothing will change until you bring back the anti crime units, and then if you bring back the anti crime units, then here comes the advocates. Oh. Oh, it's racist. It's ra- it's not racist. It's called keeping you alive. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind?
2: Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, what's going on with this council member is very simple. People like that get elected because of people that don't know much about what's going on and people who are in depressed economic conditions who support people like this. It's in her interest to keep the area in depressed condition. She doesn't want people in the neighborhood to improve their lives because then they will not vote for a socialist. That's exactly what this is about. And anyone who wants to know about how housing actually works, go on the Housing Connect website because what Judy said was completely wrong about how it works. I live in affordable housing. And it's set up in a way that not everyone is dirt poor, just for the record.
6: I I hear
5: you. And I thank you for the call, David. I just don't have time to respond this morning. Thank you. I'm joined by Frank Marano. We're going to try and get to a couple more of your calls. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. Happy Friday. Same to you. What do you have coming up?
6: Well, uh, Bruce Teitelbaum, who um, I enjoyed that interview very much, he was the uh, chief of staff to New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, and I am uh, following in your footsteps. I'm going to be joined by Rudy Giuliani. We're going to talk about the uh, the Alec Baldwin charges against him and a bunch of other things that are happening nationally, these allegations against Trump from Mike Pompeo, and a few other things. I'll get his take on the giant game as well, because uh, I know he's a longtime giant fan. So And when
5: when does the mayor
6: sleep? You got me. He <laughs> says he only does about four hours. Uh, of sleep a night. So I don't know, but uh, he's, able to, he's able to manage. So let's talk with him. Next hour, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything, as we do each and every Friday. We've got denunciations coming up. And then in the 3 o'clock hour, we are going to look into the history of one of the greatest television series of all time, The Twilight Zone. And uh, we've got some other fun stuff that we're going to go through as well.
5: Let's uh with the the uh, two minutes that we have left. Uh, you select the next caller. Let's All right. Call
6: how, about, uh, how about how uh, about Tom on Long Island? All right, Tom, you're
5: talking to Frank and Dominic.
4: Hey Dominic, hey Frank, how are you? Good. Listen, I, I just want to respond to those two kids that were shot. You know, it's getting nuts. It's uh and the other day there was a young girl going to get milk for her cereal
5: in in Syracuse. It, yes, yes.
2: Oh. When is everybody going to wake up? There's other people.
4: We're good, black people. Come on, you can't take this no more. I, Dominic, I hear it in your voice every day. You're hurting, man. I, I, then,
5: I, I, I am hurting because it, it's because you try. You, you try, try sharpen now. You, you where try, is he? You, you try and show the way. But people just all they all all people want to hear is that uh, white police officers are bad. White police officers are doing bad thing and that uh, there's no black on black crime. That's that's all people want to hear. And that's that's just not realistic. You asked something about Sharpton. We only have 30 seconds left. What did you ask about Sharpton? I didn't hear you.
4: Where is he now making speeches against this? He, He doesn't say anything about this.
5: Well, somebody's yeah, got to stand up, Frank. I'll give you the last 10 uh, seconds he, here. You know,
6: he did hold that summit with the, all the other black elected officials, so at least he's talking about this and calling out the progressives. I, I wish more politicians would do the same thing. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Marano, the other side of
5: Midnight, is coming up next. Have a great weekend.